Hello, 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 and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Rosiel. I got my man Sian Najad. We will be bringing in Sticks Picks whenever the hell he gets here, but we decided the people need us. The people want us, so when Sticks gets here, we're excited to join him, have him join, but for right now, we need to talk to Casey and ask him why his favorite uh, show is The Masked Dancer or Singer or some bullshit like that, whatever. We're here to break down the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend Three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. They gave us an extra two football games, and I don't think anyone is going to complain about that. If you're watching us on YouTube, please smash, smash, smash that like button is what those YouTubers like to say. If you haven't subscribed already, we're up over past 600. I'm curious when we get to 1,000. How about this, Sia? When we get to 1,000, we'll start giving away shit for free. That sounds great. And we still have our NBA season pass. 150 bucks, seven months. You get everything, including NFL. I think that part is pretty important. We're going to bring Sticks Picks in here in a second. I'm going to give him a little bit of time to set up, but we are here. We are ready, and I'm very, very excited. See ya. How you doing this weekend, buddy? I'm good, man. I, I'm really excited. So it looks like we've got, I don't know, probably an hour, hour, 15 minutes ahead of us to talk strictly politics, which oh. I think is fantastic that we're doing yeah. a political show today. That's yeah. Production notes said I did hear I did hear some stuff happen today, Um, but we're here to uh, help. Washington, Washington, D.C. is rallying around this football team. Yeah, they're they're excited. They're very excited. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, that must be what it is. It is quite the pep rally. Definitely. Um, See if from a doctor and lawyer perspective, Washington football team plus eight and a half. Don't wait. We'll get there. Sticks. How you doing this week, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm getting the actual the model numbers right now for what the spread should be, based oh, no. on what it says. So I have uh, I have everybody. I got one more game. So you guys continue, and I'll be ready. I can't awesome. wait. All right. Yes, as I said, it's a super wild card weekend. We're going to be breaking down all the games. We're here to have some fun with you guys. As you can see, we are sponsored by Manscaped. Don't worry, we'll all talk about our balls in a little bit. <laughs> but we are here. Manscaped.com promo code WinDaily twenty percent off. Appreciate the heck out of them. Let's let's start with this, Casey. Mike, how much do you hate Doug Peterson? Well, let's start with this. If the Giants won more than six games, I wouldn't have had to care about Doug Peterson. But how much do I hate Doug Peterson? Fuck Doug Peterson. That's what I can say about that. See, <laughs> wow. how much do you love Doug Peterson? For pretty much just saying, I don't want to play. I mean, honestly, I would have done the same thing. Get the higher draft pick. Why not? Now you get your ch- choice of Jamar Chase. Uh, you get Devontae Smith, Jalen Walla. If you're crazy, they'll make the wrong decision because they always do. They're the Eagles. But see, how much do you love Doug Peterson? First of all, I, I wouldn't really give Doug Peterson that much credit that he was necessarily thinking of jumping three spots up. Yes, it was probably common knowledge to him, but the yeah. ego on this like complete idiot is mm. is really something to behold. And I genuinely think he was just like, no, I just feel like throwing Sudfeld in, so that's what I'm going to do. And and I can't read the room, and I don't really know the temperature of the room because yeah. this is a spotlight game. It's national TV, and I'm just going to pretend like – not the whole like the whole country isn't watching like mm-hmm. it was it was like kind of ridiculous I mean, listen if this is a one o'clock or four o'clock game circumstances are slightly different probably not a big deal but sometimes you have to apply context to your situation and it's classic doug peterson i think the guy's a freaking idiot i think mm-hmm. he's always been an idiot i've talked about this before frank reich is the guy and nick Foles are the guys that won that super bowl for the eagles not doug peterson and now he's just sort of like he's got none of those side pieces with him he's like ah like i like i'm still the guy right and mm-hmm. as of the end of next year he won't be the guy and 
by the way, he did lose the locker room. All he had to do was turn around, yeah. look at his offensive line and Jalen Hurts, among others, and he would have known, ah, oh, maybe Sudfeld for two series and I'll throw Jalen Hurts back in there. But that's not a Doug Peterson move. Doug Peterson's uh, about Doug Peterson. A bad pick and a fumble. And and yeah, again, from a Giants fan perspective, dude, you have to win more than six games. You can't rely on a four-win team to be like, this is my saving grace so that the six and ten team. I was more excited to just have a six and ten team in the playoffs more than having a six and ten Giants team. I think it would be hysterical if the NFC East came in with a six and ten team and then covers or beats the B- Buccaneers because I think it's a legitimate possibility. But I don't know, man. It was stupid. I hate Doug Peterson, and thank you for that, Casey. You definitely put us in a good, good light for this show. So I think I think this is going to be a fun one. Three games on Saturday. Um, my plane leaves at 7.30 in the morning. I won't going? Be, I'm going to St. Lucia for my honeymoon. Oh, damn, dude. That's yeah, so I'm going to put all my bets in Friday night, so hopefully the Lions don't get too crazy on me, which shouldn't be that crazy, but... I'm not going to be able to watch the first game, so I think I'm missing the Bills-Colts. So I guess that's just a good place to start. Let's get there. 1 o'clock, Saturday, 105 technically. Uh, we have the Bills, we have the Colts. Line opened plus 7 to the Colts. It is now 6.5, especially over here on DraftKings, and the juice is on the Colts, so that line might be coming down in a little bit. Over-under sits at a nice 51. We actually have more money and more bets coming in on the Bills. Uh, and we actually have more money coming in on the under, which is just very disappointing. You never like to see that. See, I'll uh, I'll tee it up to you first. Colts plus six and a half against the Bills, and the Bills are allowed to have fans. I don't think it's like that many, but it'll still be fun. Fun to see Bills Mafia get a little crazy on us. You know, this is interesting. And by the way, I think in some spots, it doesn't look like it on the board we're looking at, but but on some spots, it's actually kicked, clicked up to seven. I don't know. That might be on some of the news. Like some of the secondary for, for the Colts are, are quite iffy. Um, one of their starting corners might not play. So, I mean, listen, their secondary is sort of the problem spot of that defense. And then you add to the fact that DeForest Buckner, I don't think he's playing either. Or if he is, he's, he's certainly going to be hobbled. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that. But it's going to be tough for that defense. With that said, Listen, Josh Allen is really good playing man. He's not great against zone, and he's going to see a lot of zone with Indianapolis. So there's something to be said for that. Like the splits are pretty stark. Um, It's almost like old Josh Allen, new Josh Allen. It's actually not that bad, but I had to kind of throw in a dig there, right? Mm -hmm. So I actually think six and a half or seven is is quite a big number. And by the way, when you're staring down a six and a half point favorite, I mean – you got to always ask yourself right off the bat, oh, damn, they actually want me to take that line because it's under the seven. It's under that key number, right? So this is one of those games where I think I have to take the underdog. The Bills are riding so high, not just because of that Dolphins win. I mean, they've been so good all season. But I just think I just think Phillip Rivers is going to be able to move the ball against this defense enough. And the running game has been really good. Now, now the running game's getting a little dinged because offensive linemen have been hurt. But that didn't seem to hurt them the last couple of weeks. So... I think seven's just too many. I think the Bills probably win this game, but it would not shock me at all if the Colts pull out an upset here. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Colts um, win this game. Now, the Forrest Buckner news is obviously pretty big. Uh, any hurt, anybody hurt on that offensive line? Again, we have Maurice already in the chat. Taylor, question mark, exclamation point, because I think that dude's obviously, we've seen him go nuts, and we know you can run on this Bills defense a little bit. Sticks, how are you feeling about this game? What does the model say? You know how I feel about the Buffalo Bills, right? Nobody, uh, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. No, I feel like they're going to get exposed one of these days. It, it didn't happen against the Patriots. I thought it would happen that night. I think it happens on Saturday. 
Rakia Sin, I guess, is that the corner you're talking about? Yeah, yeah he's the exactly. He's bad. Um, I, so I don't like, I'm trying to figure out what their game plan is going to be. Like you said, it's going to be a lot of zones. So I think they're going to bracket digs and Beasley's banged up too. So I, I think Buffalo, like, you're not going to run on Indy no matter what. Buckner's going to play. He, he's been missing like the first three practices every week. But yeah, like okay. I said, he'll be old. So it's not the, you know, 100% healthy to force Buckner, but, you know, Darius Leonard's good to go. That's like my favorite player in the NFL mm-hmm. right now. He's so good. Hell of a draft pick that was, but. If you bracket Diggs, like Cole Beasley's not going to beat you. He'll, you know, he'll be a good third down target or something like that. Well, but, John Brown is going to be back, by the way. Just oh, right. Thank you. He scored a long touchdown on Sunday, right? Last week he played a little bit. Yeah, Isaiah true. McKenzie had just the break. I think the millionaire mm-hmm. maker guy, Isaiah McKenzie, is like what three touchdowns. Not bad. <laughs> what the hell is that? But hell of a day. Um, I that's what I would do. I think Frank Reich's probably going to do something similar, especially when he is like the the OG guy for trick plays. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know if Buffalo's going to get cute like they have been doing or anything like that, but I don't think they're going to trick, trick Frank Reich. I just don't think if you stop Diggs, how is Buffalo going to score? And what is Josh Allen going to do? Like, is he going to just shit his pants and start running like crazy? Then if so, I guess there's an edge on his rushing yards. I think that's like mid twenties. I think he'll do whatever he can to win this game, but I don't know. I've never seen him in a big, big game. I've never seen him succeed in a big, big game, and they really played nobody all year long, in my opinion, or they haven't in a long time. They haven't been tested in a while, so I don't know. I, I think Indy could just run the ball down Buffalo's throat, and especially with how we've seen John Taylor and just this offensive line, how much space they create. This just seems like perfect playoff football and a perfect upset spot. I'm going to see. I got the Colts. I don't know if I would touch the money line, but I bet this one early because I, it got up to seven, and I'm convinced that it was Colts backers manipulating the line. I think they put a ton of money on Buffalo right away to get that number to seven, and then they doubled their bets on Indy. And I think six and a half is what we're going to close at. I don't think it's going to move. It's such a good number. The model does say Buffalo minus 1.4, but it does have – that's with everybody healthy, healthy mm-hmm. for uh, Indianapolis. So that obviously could change, but it wouldn't change more in the point. And it did have the Colts favored at a neutral zone or a neutral field. And obviously at Indy, they'd be favored. So, wow. I'm going with Indy. Yeah, there's some value there. I already took them plus seven. Um, I think I took them on Monday when the line came out on FanDuel. It was still plus seven. I grabbed it there. Um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. See what you got. Well, let me just clear that up for people who don't understand what Nick just said. So if, if they have the Bills minus 1.4, even if we factor in another point, because let's say it's assuming that certain people are healthy for the Colts that, that you know, might not be healthy. You know, worst case, that's a minus two and a half. So, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds to me like you're getting four points of value on the Colts per the 80 mile model. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, if, the Colts. yeah. And if it's a minus 110 line, that's just a ridiculous ridiculous expected value for me but Let's that's go. with me trusting the model it could certainly be wrong it's been wrong sometimes but more times than not it's been pretty damn good and uh, i'll tell you what does it have for josh allen touchdown passes well you're looking one, that up uh yeah, i have him at pretty what do you have it? 1.9 1.9 touchdown passes for allen so that's what like it's just down on their offense so i just wanted to take a mm-hmm. side on the total as well i think i would lead the under as well mm-hmm. there's no fun in the it under just, yeah 
Yeah, I don't ever want to bet. Yeah, I'm not going to bet the under. Come on. Uh, Casey with an awesome stat. Fact, since the start of the 2017 season, home teams are just 1-11 and against the spread during the opening round of the playoffs and 4-8 and straight up. Interesting. Wow. That's yeah, and I think for Buffalo, this Bills team, they did go to the playoffs last year. They played in that wacky game against Deshaun, Deshaun Watson where he pulls it out in the end and it was awesome. And then Josh Allen was incredible in the first half. And in the second half, he threw like three picks and should have thrown three more. I think this is still that Bills team. I still think like while Josh Allen has been awesome this year, I still don't fully believe in it. I want to. I want to see a Cleveland-Buffalo matchup in the Super Bowl. I don't know if that'll 100% work out with the way the seating is and everything, but tell me, how incredible would that be? America, we could finally rejoice around something. The Bills and the Browns in the, oh, in the AFC Championship? God, that would be incredible. That would but, be, yeah. You said Super Bowl. I, yeah, I know. I apologize. One of those teams in the Super Bowl, them playing against each other in the AFC Championship game, I am there for it. But yeah, I, I'm taking the Colts. Definitely on the Colts. Sounds like you guys are too. So we're going full panel, guys. And you know what happens when you go full panel? It's never good. Never good. <laughs> well, it's, um, if you're going to go, listen, if you're going to go full panel, it's it, it better be on the underdog because all those guys on ESPN yeah. that have no clue what they're doing, they're always mm-hmm. going full panel with the with the favorite. And that's yeah. obviously not where you want to be. Yeah, I love when they do it, too. It's like, do you think Alabama will win this game? It's like, well, they're favored by 26, Reese. So, yes, I do think Alabama is going to win this game. So, you'll love to see that. Um, All right, let's move on. Second game of Saturday, we have an NFC West battle. We have the Rams. We have the Seahawks. I don't think we're going to see Jared Goff in this game. If I'm correct on that, please correct me if I'm wrong. But it looks like we're going to get John Walford again. I think his first name's John. Honestly, it could literally be anything. It feels like a good John. Um, This line opened at what looks like four and a half to the Seahawks and has actually come down to three, which is interesting. Interesting to say the least. Backup quarterback... The line is only four and a half, and then it's come down to three. Let's see where the money is going. Uh, it's honestly 50-50 split. Money is a legit 50-50 split right now, over under at 41 and a half, which sucks. That's no fun. Sticks, we'll start with you. You think John Walford can pull out the upset in Seattle? Uh, they're tough to predict. Uh, I know he's going to run a lot. I didn't think he'd mm-hmm. run as much as he did last week. Um, but that'll uh, I got that game at Seattle minus 3.7. So great number for Vegas. Uh, great job. You yep. don't have much of an edge. Uh, Seattle's defense looked pretty good, though, recently. So that was yep. always their weak spot is they couldn't stop a nosebleed. And they seem to have figured it out ever since. They gave up like 500 yards to Dak Prescott. I think literally it was 500 mm-hmm. yards, right? Yep. Um, they've been on the comeback a little bit. And who'd they get? That guy from uh, Carlos Dunlap. Yeah. We literally yeah. laughed at it. We were just like, wow, that's going to do something. Him and Jamal Adams come yeah. back and their defense is like capable. <laughs> yep. So I, I don't know. That's a really tough spot. I, I don't think I have a lean. I think if I were to lean, I'd just lean Russell and Pete Carroll because I, I really trust those two. I just don't know why they've been terrible the last like six weeks. And Russell, anytime you play him at DFS, is just lighting money on fire apparently these days when he was like, the chalkiest quarterback the first six weeks of football. So it's just maybe I'm just stuck in the past, I guess, you know, call me old fashioned. But <laughs> I'm going to lean with Seattle. Um, I do have this game going just over the total, though. Again, I don't know. The model still respects the Rams offense and obviously still respects the shit out of Seahawks because they were my third favorite stack last week and didn't do a whole lot. But Lockett did. So mm-hmm. that offset because I was so heavy on Lockett. But that worked going out. Seattle by nose with the points. I really want golf to play, but it's just, yeah, everything I read says he's not going to be ready. 
doesn't look like it, unfortunately. See, what do you got? Seahawks yeah, minus three. Goff, um, you know, he had a limited, he was a limited participant in practice. But I'm going to tell you guys something kind of crazy. I actually think the Rams have a better shot with John Wolford at quarterback. And it, and it's, I mean, first of all, Seattle is is actually a good team for Goff to play because they're not going to apply. I mean, as good as Dunlap and Adams have been, they're, they're not going to get a ton of pressure on Goff. So he'll be able to handle it. Like he'll be clean in the pocket for the most part. But I love the, the, the dual threat thing that John Wolford's got going on. And honestly, like we've, we'll mention DFS as this, this goes, I'm not saying he's like a quarterback. I want obviously Josh Allen, you know, maybe Russell Wilson. It, it's a weird slate with quarterbacks, right? So those are going to be the two popular guys. But if we think that John Wolford can throw for two touchdown passes and potentially rush for one, I, you know, I'm not predicting that. I'm just saying that's certainly a possibility Then at on DraftKings at, at 4.9 K. I mean, that is like, Really good value. Honestly, he had almost 60 yards rushing. It's very easy for him, especially against this defense that he's playing, to potentially get into the end zone in, in, in a sort of a, a Taysom Hill type sort of hybrid running back quarterback role. So I, I like the Rams here uh, quite a bit, actually. I, honestly, I think it would be – this is crazy, but I think it would be a stay away for me if golf is playing. But with what, what I think is going to happen is that – Wolford's going to be like declared the starter in a couple days because golf can't go. And, I, and I'm hoping this line then ticks up to three and a half because, okay, now we know golf's not going to. So, okay, let's lay a little bit more money on Seattle. Listen, this is not a play on Wolford. This is a play on the Rams defense, particularly against Seattle. Like Russell Wilson's great. And, and I, I've been waiting for him to pull out miracles the last like four or six weeks, but he's going to be particularly vulnerable against this Rams defense. I mean, that's just the bottom line. They have, the corners to cover the receivers and they have the defensive line to apply pressure on the outside and up the middle to, to Wilson. It's just, this is like the worst matchup for Seattle as far as I can see it. So give me the, like if they're, this is not going to go down to two and a half, give me the Rams at three. If it goes to three and a half, give me the Rams at three and a half Four, same story. Uh, I like it. I was waiting to see that line go up to like four or five when Wolford's a starter. I think the public will overreact. I think you got a hundred percent like that's where you get the real value. But if you like three and a half, then yeah, I mean well, the model's right on it. It's not like there's an edge anyway on uh in my book here. I just think like if the public really overreacts to Wolford being named the starter, then we could absolutely smash the Rams. But I or is Sharp Money gonna do the same thing? I think you're on the right side there. See, I like your uh you talked me into the Rams. Like I'm kind of curious though, why if the line opened at four and a half, why the hell did it come down to three? What, was there any like what did I miss that made it move a point and a half with again the money? You know, maybe yeah, this. No injuries. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like the money's relatively split 50 50 everywhere. Why did it come down a point and a half? Is that well, it, trying to bait us into something? Hmm? No, exactly. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's a couple things. It's the possibility that golf is going to play potentially, but honestly, I think this is. I don't know the weight of the money that's down, but I think this this is a lot of sharp money being like bad matchup for Seattle. So four and a half is a ridiculous line. I, I genuinely think that you can't always just be like, oh, it's the backup quarterback. So they're going to win by a touchdown. Like, that's just not how it works, especially I understand that, like, you can scheme for Walford now. We've seen some tape of him, but like sort of the opposite is true, too. Now he's got his feet under him. He's He's been like through an entire game. You know, he is a dual threat. That's It's not super easy to scheme for guys like that. You don't know, especially, oh, by the way, Sean McVay is the coach. You know, I actually think Pete Carroll is a slightly underrated coach. That's just my thing. Most people disagree with me. But he's not in the same class as Sean McVay. You know, Sean McVay is in that Kyle Shanahan sort of, you know, Belichick class. And he outclassed Kingsbury, which is why, you know, oh, I, like, I like them. Yeah, but what? <laughs> I understand. Like, that. Yeah. Well, 
but but the thing is, is please like, don't tell me you think Cliff Kingsbury and Pete Carroll are like on the same level. Of coaching. No, no, absolutely okay, not. Cool, cool, cool. But, but the, the point I'm making is you have to look at the coaching matchup too, particularly in the playoffs. You can't just ignore that and like, oh, the players on the field. No, no. When it's Sean McVay, when it's Kyle Shanahan, Josh McDaniels, Belichick, and some of these other coaches, that has to be factored in. So that's another reason I like uh, Sean McVay and the Rams. Yeah, I think it's we. I I legitimately said to my buddy Nick, who's a big Rams fan, I was like, what if like Sean McVay had just a non statue for a quarterback? Like, didn't even have to run. Like, we saw Walford. Like, they they had very specific runs for him because we know he's a smaller dude. He's not going to be able to throw the ball as much as his first game starting. True. Daniel Jones, not the best quarterback, but if he was on the Rams, I feel like he would be significantly better. And I also think the Rams would probably be significantly better just for the fact that he could literally just move. That's it. Just he's capable of moving. I think that's important. Um, My friend uh, E-Tip, he digs the Rams. This was pretty good uh, when talking about golf, I think. He's no two of them, but he's okay. (laughs) Um, Betters on the Rams, sharp side, especially no golf. And I got to throw this out here. See, it's spitting it to me. Talk me into the Rams. I'm I'm in now. I thought I just was waiting for five. But I don't think the line's going to bump. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to go there. It By the way, move, you do think it will move back up, though, right? Maybe not to four and a half, but you'll think it'll move it back up. Four if golf's ruled out. I, I think the public will overreact a little bit, but it's like we got to be sharp, you know, guys with bigger waltz than us to get get down on the four before they knock it to back down to three. Again. Right, exactly. And by, speaking of Tua, by the way, I mean, what a train wreck that was. But, mm. you know, it's funny because as that game was going, I was like that, that Bills Miami game. I was like, man, the Bills are going to potentially regret this because they could have just had Miami the following week if they just let Miami win instead of playing the Colts, which is clearly a tougher matchup. I mean, everybody knew that even before that disaster last week that Miami put up. But the funny part is it's not even really the Bills' fault that they won the game. They could have like laid down and they still yeah. would have won that game. I mean, Tua was that bad. And it's just like, I, I don't want to get off on too much of a rant. Let's go to the next, the, the Washington game, of course. But like, that was pathetic, and we said it right when it happened, when Ryan Fitzpatrick got replaced, which I think was like week seven or something. We were on this very show, and we're like, what the hell is this? What are you doing? And here is it all coming to fruition. It was like such a ridiculous move, and there were so many times throughout, like from week seven forward, where he could have been like, oh, I guess he's not ready. Like, you know, he's going to take some reps on the sideline, and, and it's going to be Fitz's team. But, I mean, I don't. what are we doing here? They just yeah. ruined a potentially very good season. They were one year ahead, as you said. You think you know? So they, like, if you can uh, win, you win. Well, they. Especially I think they would have played Fitz Magic if he was available, but he got the vid. He was. He wasn't even on, true, and he was on true. the field. I think two. It would have started, but I think immediately after that first pick, because I think he threw three. I think once they started to get down, like you're not going to get back in the game with Tua. Now, it also wasn't completely his fault. What they were. They there was a punt return for a touchdown and McKenzie had three touchdowns. Why is that guy? Why, why is your defense allowing that guy to get three touchdowns? Clearly there's something wrong there, but yeah, obviously the three picks didn't help. And I was busting one of my friend's balls. Cause two, it was like, it was like 11 of 19 for like 84 yards. You're like, Jesus Christ, man. Like this is bad. This that is a heartbreaker bad. too. We had uh, yeah, we beat we the were... closing number by five points. We had uh, yep. Miami plus three and a half. Was it or two and a half? Yeah, Either way. Three and a half. Unbelievable. Yeah, I had a, I had a money line play on Miami too because because as much as I have not liked Tua this year, I was like, 
eventually Matt Barkley's coming in and Diggs is going to sit and it's just going to be, especially because Cole Beasley had gotten hurt the week before. So I thought they'd be super mindful of that and basically pull guys in the second quarter. Well, I was close to right, but it didn't matter. Like it just turns out it didn't matter because Miami was that bad. Yeah. Matt Barkley was Matt Barkley was lighting that defense up. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see it. Round one playoff teams with losing record are seven and zero against the spread and six and one straight up. E-tip. We're about to get there, man. Don't worry. Also, uh, sticks. People liking the new look. Sweet glasses. Hungover LeBron. <laughs> Librarian who <laughs> lost his way. I love that. That's good, Joe. That's love solid. it. That is good stuff. So I think um, I think you guys convinced me. I think the Rams. I also think because it's a divisional matchup, the Rams defense is insane. The Rams defense is absolutely insanely yes. good. So I think that's something very important to know uh, and pay attention to because I think Aaron Donald is going to be wreaking havoc all day and. Russell Wilson's a magician, but he has not been very good the last few weeks. Uh, and the two matchups that DK Metcalf has had against Jalen Ramsey, he completely became a turtle. And like he just doesn't exist in those games. So I think that's going to help a lot too. So we'll see. Should be fun. I'll probably be on the dog on that one too. And I think I'm going to be on the dog on this one. Buccaneers football team, Bucks on the road, favored by seven and a half. That line looks like it's at eight right now over here on DraftKings. You can get it at eight and a half depending on your book in certain places. All about three quarters of the money coming in on the Bucks. A uh, little more than sixty percent of the bets coming in on the Bucks. All the money, seventy percent, is coming on the over. The numbers actually come down from forty six to forty four. See a resident Washington Football Club fan here, Alex Smith, and whatever that other guy's name is. They might have to split time because Alex Smith's calf is bad. Did I read that earlier this week? Oh yeah, Taylor. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. That's not good. Uh, actually, I completely disagree with you. It, I would like this game way better if Alex Smith wasn't playing at all. Yeah. I, I, gen, I, I he genuinely looked bad. he looked very he, bad he tonight. Move. Yeah, it's he bad. can't move. It honestly like it reminded me of of RG three in twenty twelve in the first round of the playoffs against Seattle when he had clearly torn ligaments in his knee and Shanahan's like, oh yeah, he's good. He told me he's good, so I'm just going to leave him out there. And he was literally kind of like hopping, uh, I think, on, on his like left leg as he was like trying to. You know, yeah. end up losing the game because of that. But but the point is, Alex Smith, they would have lost that game if Jalen Hurts played all four quarters because the defense was getting gassed because it was three and out season for, for Washington. So I can't imagine Alex Smith surviving a full four quarters. Um, I, and I don't mean from a health standpoint. I mean from a keeping his team in the game standpoint. Like he literally basically can't move, which means he has to get the ball out within two seconds, which means nothing deep downfield is happening. And and the defense is playing up like it's it's just such a disadvantage to know that a your quarterback can't break the pocket and buy time and B, he's not going to throw it downfield. And Tampa Bay knows that's going to happen with Taylor Heineke. Yes, he can make mistakes and he probably will make mistakes. But one thing he can do and he proved it two weeks ago, he can move the pocket. He's mobile and he will throw it downfield. And he looks like a bright quarterback like I. I I genuinely think we have a better shot with him. And unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be Alex Smith. Like, good for him. I, I hope he can pull it off. But it's I, – I just – I want to take the underdog. I like Tipton's stat that he just showed. Like, I want to take my team. But Alex Smith, man, it's a hard watch. It was bad. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you, Jalen Hurts. If he stayed in that game, the Giants would be in this game right now, which would be interesting. But again, mm-hmm. got to make more than six wins. Can't really expect to make the playoffs in six wins, Giants fans. Um what if it's like some ceremonial thing? Like, what if, what if they just send Alex Smith out there? He takes the first snap. You know, they, they, they just do a run play. Everyone claps. Like, congratulations, you came back. And then they just take him out. 
Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Ron Rivera's proved he's going to roll out Alex yeah. Smith. Yeah, he as looked long bad, as he can. man. He looked bad. Uh, Sticks, how about you? Washington Football Club plus eight at home. You're on mute, by the way. I am, aren't I? Um, <laughs> I'm seeing eight and a half still. Is it eight? Yeah, I'm, on DraftKings, I'm seeing eight, but I think you can get an eight and a half in other places. Yeah, classic European books. <laughs> Love this. Now circus, circus eight and a half. Everything else is eight or seven and a half now. I don't see how Washington scores. I'm with Sia. I, but I also don't think that Tampa Bay is going to put up a lot of points either. So eight seems like a ton. But like, what is the path for Washington to score? They're not going to run on them. And the check well, down is all they have. So. Yeah. I think they can potentially run on them. I, mean, I think that depends on, on Gibson's health. I mean, listen, the Tampa Bay run defense is good, but Vita Bay isn't there. They're not quite as good. They've been still pretty good. Yeah, fair enough. I know. He would make a, a huge change if he was in that defense still, but, ah, dude, I don't know. I feel like you just stack the box and you keep guys in the flats to eliminate the checkdowns and make Alex Smith throw one more than 10 yards and see if it beats you. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely like the under unless this game gets super out of hand. I'll say that because they're going to be able to apply the requisite pressure on Tom Brady for him to do do the whole like check down thing as well. And I, I don't know about Mike Evans' health. I actually don't think he's going to play, but even if he does, I, I don't think he's going to be healthy. So you're worried about Antonio Brown and you know maybe a little Gronk and of course Chris Godwin who's coming off a nice game, but. The edge is definitely with with Tampa. I, I just wish they they. I just wish it was Taylor Heineke starting quarterback. I think it would make it a lot easier for me personally. How about this? Plays Tampa money line. Let's do that. Yeah, I I took Tampa in a teaser. I think I pushed them down to minus. Well, we only do football numbers, right? Six. So I pushed them down to one or one and a half. I can't remember. Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I learned from the best, man. I learned from the best. See ya. Um, let's say. Alex Smith starts the first half. Looks like total dog shit. Mm-hmm. Second half starts. Taylor Heineke comes in. Let's say the Bucks are up fourteen. Do you think the football team covers then? Covers, mm-hmm. um, probably not. Mm. But I think if the score was ten nothing, or like if they were up ten, I think they would. Okay, I would think Taylor Heineke is enough to impact the, the the score in favor of Washington. What'd you say, Sticks? Same question that Michael asked you. Would you bet him live though? Say the mm. live market was in Washington plus ten. Would you take them, or would you think that Heineke press is a little bit too much? No, and I would take. It. I would take the plus ten. The nice. live lines. Okay, might be receiving a little uh, Facebook message from St. Lucia from me. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yeah, oh, we can be your proxies, man. You let us know. <laughs> no, no, no. We wouldn't do that because that's definitely, definitely not illegal. <laughs> Literally, want to make sweet love to those points as Tipton will be turnovers and short field. I mean, that is one thing, right? Like the the Tampa Bay defense is nuts. And now Jalen Hurts gave him some trouble, but he also, I think, got what, like two turnovers in plus territory. So that's where I think like if if you give Tom Brady and the Bucks turnovers in plus territory, this game's over. Like I don't I think the Bucks blow him the frig out. Um if they can limit turnovers, I mean, why not? Why not? I kind of want the Bucks to win. No, I don't really want the Bucks to win. I don't know. Oh, first of all, hold on, yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on. I don't really want the Bucks to win. What, what a what a great story that this awful NFC East team just yeah. stumbles into the playoffs and knocks awesome. like the best quarterback ever out, and that is fully air quotes right there. Yeah, the, the best system quarterback of all time for sure, but mm-hmm. best QB ever. I mean, come on. Let's well, let's stop. I'm not here to argue LeBron versus Jordan or anything, but I do think um, I think Tom Brady's pretty good. 
I'm, I'm just trying to fill. I'm just trying to fill time with a with a six game. Uh, no need to fill game. time. We're we're doing a pretty damn good job already. Um, I don't know, man. I would love to see the football team win. I would love to see Alex Smith win. There's that whole story about how he lost his leg and you know whatever. Warrior. Yeah, a warrior. It would be sure. pretty cool. It would be pretty cool, but uh, find it hard. Model has a uh, model has Tampa Bay minus four and a half. So so that's so the good the, value on Washington. Yeah. I just. I can't bet against Brady. I, I won't do it. It is the name of my unborn child. So we are oh, yeah. over that. But yeah, I always forget that. about that until you remind yeah. me. That's always fun. Um, so yeah, that's our Saturday slate. Uh, Sticks, do you have anything in terms of DFS for the people that maybe maybe a play you like? Maybe like a John Walford. Maybe like one of those wide receivers, like a Skirter, um, or anything along those lines that you think maybe could find a little value for some people. But see, you didn't like my Scurry Terry. Oh, no, it was good. It was solid. Okay. What do you got, Sticks? <laughs> I think, the, well, if you're playing the Saturday-only slate, I'm not – I haven't decided what my edge will be. But on the whole weekend, I think you just play Lamar Jackson. And if not, you play Walford. Because, like Sia said, this guy could run for – he's going to run for 40 yards. I think that's that's going to be a prop? thing. Not out yet because they haven't made a decision. But I, I'll tell you what I have. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's not named the starter yet. It's not going to be close to 40. Uh, but I do, I do no, agree it'll that be it's like, like, it'll be eighteen or something. It'll be yeah, it'll be like twenty-two and a half or something like that. You'll have and to hit it'll it definitely hit that. Yep, hit it early, and then you'll get the best number because it'll close higher. But yeah, if he runs for forty yards, that's a passing touchdown right there. So if he can, like, the all we need for a guy of forty-nine hundred to get a path to success is two touchdowns passing, and then if he runs for forty yards, that's three touchdown passes in my opinion. But if he sneaks one in, like Sia was mentioning, or gets to 60 yards, like that's just absolutely free cheese. So I think on the full slate thus far, the only two quarterbacks I would ever touch is going to be Lamar and Wolford. How does Jonathan Taylor's price look out of curiosity? Sorry, Sia. He he's 7,900, the most expensive running back by far. 2K more than anybody else, which is Chris Carson and Whoa. Gibson and Ronald Jones. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, none of them are really good. Yeah, I mean, you got to play Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. The dude's yeah. going to get 20 touches. Who do you got, Sia? I was just going to say, like, when you look at the Saturday slate, and, and and frankly, I haven't studied this from a DFS standpoint quite yet, although you know, I'm looking at the pricing now. You know, you look at these teams, and it's like there's just not a lot of, like, fantasy like gold here right but i think that's sort of where the edge is like like i think people are going to want to play the full slate because it's like oh well if i play the full slate i get that ravens titans game and you know brown steelers you know all, all that like i like the slates where it's actually kind of tough because like the win daily team is we're all we're all going to be in discord we're going to be producing the articles and the projection models and it's going to be like oh yeah but this guy like it's just with with the bad slates it's just like one or two differentiators on, on a three-game slate and, and, and a bad one at that where you don't have to play John Wolford to win. I mean, you can still play Josh Allen or whatever, but you could play John Wolford and you could play like a, a sneaky receiver, like a like a Cam Sims or something like that. You know, there's there's plenty of opportunity in the quote bad slate. So I think you need to definitely um it's gonna be more fun to play the full slate, but but don't ignore the Saturday slate, especially if you're part of Win Daily. Like, you know, we'll we're gonna have some plays for you that are gonna differentiate your team from from the others. I think um Oh shit! What was I gonna say? I don't know. I had something that was pretty good. It's gone, and then I read the comment down there. Uh, my girlfriend's listening to this passively and says, "Sia sounds like Durs from Workaholics." <laughs> Minus how good looking he is. I wonder who put that. It was it was Nick. Nick put that. Uh, um, I love it. I think it's great. Uh, if I remember what I was gonna say, have you seen that show? 
I actually I have, but I don't know who that particular character is, so I, I can't. He's I the can't tall one. The main one. Yeah, is he dreamy? One. Is he adorable? Is he uh, super small? Dude, you do sound like him. Oh. Shit, now that I heard it, wow, I would have never guessed that. I don't hear it yet. I'll have to I do. I heard it big time. That if if you're listening good. on the audio podcast, one, please give us a five-star review. That would be awesome. And two, we hope you hear it because I, I look at Sia too much, so I can't even hear him, honestly. I just can read his lips. I'm going to watch an episode tonight. And It is a funny show. Like That's definitely a show to, to watch from what I recall. It's been I a while. I'm, I, can't, I can't see it. I can't hear it. I can't hear it. I mean, I'll have to watch the show. Maybe listen back. I'll figure it if out. I may, though, I'm with them. You can. If, if I may, though, uh, Joe is 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 she watching the show? And what else does she have to say about me? I'm just. If there's <laughs> anything else that she said, I mean, the floor is yours. Share too. That's a messed up thing. We can get off the rails pretty quick. Yeah. Well, actually, Joe, stick around and maybe you want to put headphones in because I do want to let you guys know that. Wind Daily is brought to you by Manscaped. So uh, we'll give you a couple seconds, Joe, figure that out. Just wanted to let you know, I'm sure you're very familiar with Manscaped. Support for Wind Daily is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Joe, just want to let you know where we're going with this bad boy. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over the grooming. No, wait, that's not the right copy. They obsess over the technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience as Wind Daily does for your DFS experience. So I hope you guys are enjoying that. Sticks has his. He loves shaving his balls. Sia has his. He refuses to talk about it because he's a doctor and a lawyer and has kids and a wife and doesn't want this to come back on him. I have my. I love shaving my balls with it. I think it is absolutely fantastic. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Sticks, have you cut your balls yet? No, I think See it's it. impossible. It's have impossible. you cut your balls yet? I have not. All right. No, success. Leave it there. Um, when I say premium, I promise 90 minute battery life. That bad boy goes forever. Waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower if that's what you prefer. And if I, I said this before, if you prefer long shaves in the shower with the lights off, Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is for you because they even have an LED light, which illuminates the grooming area of your choice for a closer and more precise shave. And the standing charge, uh, the charging stand, absolutely fantastic. Show it off loud and proud. Let everyone know that you shave your balls. If you're listening to me right now, I want you to experience it firsthand. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code WINDAILY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping, promo code WINDAILY at manscaped.com. One more time for the people in the back, 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code WINDAILY. I promise your balls will thank you. So, Joe, let us know how your girlfriend appreciated that. And, hey, if she needs a good idea for a present for you, tell her to use promo code WindailyManscape.com. Yeah, yeah. It's a great present. Good present. Good present. Um, all right, let's move on to the Sunday slate of games. Still can't remember that thing that I wanted to say before, so hopefully hopefully it didn't matter that much. First game, we have the Raven. Oh, I do know. Tipton, Got if it. you're watching... Tipton, if you are watching, can you please, and we're going to have to go back in time a little bit, can you please get me the Tom Brady's record on non-1 o'clock games for this season, if anybody can do that, because it's insane. He is terrible when they are not at 1 o'clock in, in, in primetime games, on 4 o'clock games. He's been awful this year. 
like they've only won a couple of those games. So Tipton, if you're watching, I want to see those because this is the eight o'clock game. So I think that is some important information. Did beat the living piss out of the Packers at four o'clock though. Okay, that was one. He almost lost to the Giants when they were really, really bad. They got drubbed by the Saints twice. That was a Monday Um, night game, right? The Giants one. Yep. Giants was Monday night. Saints, one of them was um uh prime time. Um feel like there was a couple other ones in there. First game of the year, that was a four o'clock against the Saints. Yep. It's weird. He's got like a weird thing going on. If it's not, it's like Kirk Cousins. If it's not at one o'clock East Coast time, he can't. He can pretty he's pretty much just like a play. weird TB12 like body method. Like well, he's, like, he's like fifty years old. Yeah, he gets to sleep super early. Like that's mm-hmm. an actual fact. So yeah. that that might mess with his body clock, I suppose. Eight o'clock. I game? used to go to bed early. I was a big. Uh, I still am. I got to get nine hours of sleep, or I'm useless. Nine. Holy shit, yeah. dude! It's nine hours of sleep. I mean, I get like dude. seven and a half, and I feel like I'm. You go to bed so early too. Like, well, football season, I can't. I got to Like, I'm up at like a kid on Christmas. If when mm. it's Sunday morning, I'll wake yep. up at like six, even if I was out. I was going to say, when, uh, I have some good yeah. screenshots of you at six <laughs> o'clock in the morning. So, uh, well, I, I digress. I digress. So, Tiffany, yeah, if you're out there, please, please go find that for me. Um, Ravens, Titans in Tennessee. This game already happened once this year. And Derek had me rent nuts. They came back from like a 14 point Titans did, came back from what I like a double digit. Uh, deficit in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. I was texting our good friend, Iggy Rodriguez. Um, I, I actually was hung over when this game happened. So I went to sleep with the Titans getting crushed and then wake up to four text messages from him progressively getting sadder and more depressed and angry, which was a lot of fun. So sorry, Iggy. Um, Ravens opened minus three and a half. Looks like it's minus three. Now it's come down a little bit. Nope, still three and a half here on draft kings uh most of the money's going to the ravens over under sits at a cool 54 and a half most of the money's coming on the under there sticks i'll start with you lamar jackson redemption from last year i mean he threw for like a million yards and had 18 touchdowns still can win the game do you think derrick henry does it again i do not i got baltimore minus five and a half oh um, so it's not too much over the number but i don't know how this game just sets up weird because last year Tennessee's defense was good. This year their defense is awful. Yeah, their defense is bad. So, but they're terrible against a pass, and Baltimore can't pass. So that's like the whole. <laughs> I don't know how. It's just going to be such a weird game. It's very hard to handicap. But if I got two points over the number, I'm taking Baltimore. I'm not it. Like I'm not even a Lamar Jackson guy, but for DFS, obviously he's got a ceiling um, higher than anybody on the slate and probably the floor. Uh, Hollywood Brown coming off a big game finally, but Tennessee absolutely sucks against tight ends too. But it's like, you know, Mark Andrews is really their only true, truth, consistent threat. So it's like they're not just going to single coverage him all day. So I, don't, I had a really hard time projecting this game, but I'm going to go with Baltimore. Uh, they're on the road too. They're in Tennessee, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. A.J. Brown's a little banged up, too. I know he finished the game and looked strong, but apparently he was kind of limited at practice a little bit, ankle swelling up. Um, he's going to need that because his speed, his size is obviously his biggest asset, but he's going to need some speed, too. So He's going like to need his ankles. Hot take from Sticks. A.J. Brown needs his ankles. I like that. I like it. I think, yeah, I, think, I honestly think the Ravens win, but I'm not sure by how many. See what do you got. I'm surprised this opened at three and a half. Uh, I would have thought this line would have opened at maybe Baltimore minus like one and a half or two and a half. And I don't really understand why it's three and a half, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I guess you I mean, I don't know if it's maybe just the narrative that it's like they, they get to come back and and right some wrongs against Tennessee. But 
Yeah, I don't think the matchup is particularly good. Um, I think the Ravens win, but I think three and a half is too many points. Uh, I, I don't listen like Derrick Henry, AJ Brown. He's had that ankle issue for like four weeks now. So, I mean, I, he's probably going to walk it off. I mean, honestly, there's some games where it's looked like he's going to be out for the game and then suddenly he springs up and, you know, he's fine. So I suspect Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown, Corey Davis and Derrick Henry are going to be able to move the ball. Um, if anything, we do have our classic backdoor cover situation here. I mean, three and a half, you're getting the hook too. So, you know, is it super far-fetched to think they're down seven or 10, you know, with like three minutes left and Ryan Tannehill comes down and leads them to a, you know, a, a covering drive? Not really. Tannehill's a good quarterback. So, and this, this Ravens D is good, but again, you got Derrick Henry on the other side, you, you know, pick your poison. Are you going to like load the box? Or are you going to cover AJ Brown and Corey Davis and company? So yeah, this, this line is weird to me. Uh, I don't, I don't particularly like it. I think the Baltimore Ravens probably squeak by, but I, I wouldn't give the points. I, I like Tennessee plus three and a half. Oh, how how banged up is Roger Saffold? That's a big one to me too. I was reading this as if he's if he's going to play, he's going to be on one leg. That's a big, yeah, like he is. There, you know, he's the best lineman left, right? Because the the big dude's out for the year, isn't he? The who's the psycho guy? Taylor Lewan, he's out for mm-hmm. the year, right? Yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. for the year. Yes, yeah, so psycho the guy. guy. He is a psycho. That guy. Yeah, like, he is would, he's a psycho. Yeah. I would never. I wouldn't fight any lineman, but like he would probably be the last one I choose. Um, Richie Incognito. He'd be the last one I choose. Didn't he cry though too, Incognito? Or he made he the did a lot of I don't stuff. Know. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get that. But I don't see. To me, I read that three and a half as the public reacted the same way Sia just did, and I know Sia is not like a fish by any means. He wouldn't. I just like. To me, it was a weird line. As I think like, that should be three, two and a half, or three, and I'd really think about it. So it's a weird line. I think Vegas is begging for Tennessee bets, and I think Baltimore is going to win this one pretty easily, especially if, if Saffold's out, then I'm all all. The, yeah, all the, that's a good point, and that's something to monitor. I, I totally agree with you. We'll have to see how the week goes on that. Yeah, I think the Ravens win this one going What's the away. Report, Michael? What's the money oh, on this yes. one? Right. The money report. Did I not say? I apologize, guys. Uh, we have about two thirds of the money coming in on the Ravens at three and a half. Okay. So I, f- I figured everybody would be on Tennessee. Yeah, I think um, the Ravens a couple weeks ago became like the team nobody wanted to face. I think right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, there's that narrative. They were the hottest team, right? They were six and five, and now they're eleven and five, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, they they went on a run there. Not against surprised. mostly horrible teams. Oh, yeah, they played nobody in that stretch. They yeah. played uh, the Browns. So, okay, decent, but that was a divisional game, and that game was wacky as shit anyway. Probably should have lost that game, but whatever. Played the Giants. That was a joke. Um, the Bengals, obviously. Yeah, so they didn't really play anybody, and they looked really bad earlier this year, but, hey, confidence is key. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Ravens do walk away with this one, but I don't know, man. Derrick Henry. That dude I also scares like that. me in the cold months. Like Ravens, I feel like I'm not the only one. Ravens best passing game was last week. So I know it's against nobody bit, against yeah, Brandon Allen, Allen who threw for 54 yards, I think. So yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, don't ever talk about Brandon Allen. I will never, no, <laughs> never, never against sticks. It was against the worst. I mean, and that's the other thing though. The Titans should have lost two games against the Texans. Now they should have lost both of those games against the Texans. Obviously didn't wins the only thing that matters. So who am I? But they're just such a weird team, man. Such a I think team. Rolls them. It, it was a tune-up game. You know, it's like mm. like D1 College is going to play Mount St. Mary or something like nice. that. And, you know, can make sure everything's working, everything's running right. 
come in. I, I think as long as they don't, over, they're not going to overlook Tennessee at the playoff game. There's no, no less. You can't this year. Yeah. I think that's my favorite bet. Now I'm going to talk myself into that. Being that can you, um, can you cut this clip up and tag Mount St. Mary's? 100%. I, would love right, to. I, don't, I don't even know where that school is. But they, uh, ISU. What if we went and all played ISU? How about that? They James, you. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> James they're, Robinson. They're, Come on. Well, they're basketball. I'm talking about their bet. They've had oh. the same coach for eight years, and he's never recruited one good player from the city of Chicago. I don't get it. He can't. Like, it is a high school basketball powerhouse city in the country. Probably the second best, maybe the first best in recruits in quite some time. Can't get anybody there, so I don't know. I don't know what is uh, what is he doing here. Get him out. You, you know, Chicago's not in Iowa, right? Hmm? Illinois State. State. Oh, Illinois. Illinois State. State. Oh, yeah. We're sticks uh, We're in Iowa State. Okay, my what? bad. People think I I see. I actually from the last show, I thought you were saying Iowa State the entire time. I thought oh. you went to Iowa State. I thought that was weird. Okay, gotcha. Illinois. If State. it was me, I could have had it wrong. Um, but yeah, it's Illinois State, where well, James let's, Robinson let's went. Put Illinois State on the map, though. People that say ISU should be talking about Illinois State. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, all my friends, all my friends that went to University of South Carolina when we were in like in college, and they used to be like, "Oh yeah, back at USC." I was like, "When did you go to California?" <laughs> and then we'd always have an argument, and I was always right because, like, come on. Oh like, yeah, a hundred percent. You should have scolded them every single yeah, time, like every you sold a dog. Time. No, no, <laughs> not do that. Um, so Casey came through for us. The Bucks seven and zero at one p.m. starts, four and five on non one p.m. starts. So very clearly a stark contrast there. And one of those games they should have lost to the Giants. Absolutely, and it, it was when the Giants were really, really bad. Like their defense wasn't even capable yet. So right. you could almost say they should have been three and six. Then so we're taking we're Washington. There it is. Tom Brady's body clock won't be right. He's a hundred years old. He doesn't get his greens at the correct time, I think. That's probably what it is. What it is. Um, Casey also has Mount St. Mary's University in Maryland. See his backyard. Hey, oh, wow. we're going to tag all these colleges, and hopefully we can just hype up some college kids, get them all pissed off. See what happens. Um, we don't suck. No <laughs> let's move on. The 4 o'clock game on Sunday. I love three games and three games, man. This is just so sweet. Uh, Bears, Saints. Saints started as 10.5-point favorites. is now down to 9.5. The Bears suck. All the money over 90% is coming in on the Saints. We get a little reverse line movement. Josh Applebaum, I promised to get you on the show. Never got you on the show. Pretty disappointed in myself. I'll be honest, a little disappointed in myself. Over under sits at 47. The Bears suck, but do they suck by 10 points? The Saints haven't like instilled that much confidence in me. I don't know. What about you, Sia? Uh, 10's too much. And honestly, I've been pretty impressed with the Bears. I mean, obviously, Trubisky's always... He's, he's bad. Always- yeah, he's he's pretty bad, but he's not quite as bad as I thought at the beginning of the season. He's prone to making the mistake. I, he needs to run the ball a little bit more. He needs to do his best Josh Allen impression. So that's kind of Matt Nagy's job, not his. But honestly, David Montgomery, Allen Robinson, you know, Mooney, all these guys, I, I think they have enough to cover a 10-point spread. I, and, and by the way, I believe Taysom Hill is in the concussion protocol. So we'll have to kind of okay. wait and see. That does matter. Um, as far as Drew Brees, I mean – He's retiring. He pretty much already renounced it. So, oh, did he? Well, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's going to be able to get the ball out. I mean, you got Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, but the sticks. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Bears' pass pass rush isn't bad. Like they'll be able to get to Breeze, right? They need Roquan. Okay, I think he's questionable, but yeah, no, they'll definitely be able to get to Breeze. But Michael Thomas, I think, is going to be back. And I was going to, yeah, Buster Screen A is questionable. He's their uh, their nickel. Um, he's bad anyway, but. Mm-hmm. 
they're going to need him because they don't have anything. Duke Shelley, I think, is uh, the next nickel corner behind him, and he is bad. So, uh, so, so I love when um, Nick like pronounces a name because he's like yeah. so good at everything that like when he mispronounces, I'm like, all right, we got him, we got him. Buster Screen A, yeah, Buster Screen, but on the league for like eight I call him Screen A all the time. Oh, okay, that's a you thing then. You know what it was? I think it was the his rookie year of Madden, and I got an interception with him because I believe I was the Jets. Mm-hmm. Trying to do the rebuild, you know, get dead last, get the first pick. Respect. Yeah, even we've all done this, amen. And I swear, I got an interception with him, and they said screen A, and that's what it's been ever since. <laughs> Damn. That's all right, old. that's a good good reason, I guess. So, see a uh, bear. I mean, the bears are bad, but I, yeah, I don't think they're that bad. And this is classic. Saints aren't supposed to lose this game, right? Like mm-hmm. classic Saints aren't supposed to lose this game. And somehow the refs come in and make sure they lose this game. So we'll just <laughs> throw that out there. I do think the Saints win. I don't think that's really going to be that big of a question. It might be one of those dirtier games, like probably like one of those 24, 17, 17, 14 games. I wouldn't be surprised because we see Drew Brees get into those sometimes, but I think the Saints still win. What about you sticks? I just don't see like as bad as the bears are. I just don't see them getting blown out. The model does say New Orleans wins by 12. Oh. With Roquan and Buster Screen out. But like oh. they're, they're, they may be worth a point combined total. Maybe Roquan a little bit more. Just like, Casey, so. Casey got us. Buster Screen A was drafted by the Browns. That's he, it, he did so go to the Jets. Browns. It was the Browns that I did because it was Johnny Football when I actually thought like ah. going to play it. So it was, yes. I was playing a video game as the Browns. Um, and I had Josh Cribs, I think was my punt yeah. returner at the time. He was fast. It was a bad team, but I turned him around. Uh, <laughs> I don't, this game's tough. I just don't see like, how do the bears get blown out when they pay, play so slow? The States don't really play fast, but like Trubisky can throw a pick six and it completely mm-hmm. what yeah. just flips the board. So I, I'm going to go with, since I have it at 12, I think nine and a half, I'll take the saints. I hate that game, though. I would just parlay the money line, them and Tampa Bay money line, and then go with Baltimore and Seattle with the point. Or uh, both Baltimore, Indy, and the Wait, Rams. wait. Too much, too much, too much, too much. We'll do it at the end. There's only one more right. game. We'll, we'll, we'll put – I have a couple parlays already, one for each day, and then I think we could do like a like a sweet six-teamer, how we're feeling. We can have some fun with this one. We can have some fun with this one. Let's um, up and you get back and you're, you, you can retire. Exactly. That is the goal. That is the goal. Um, oh, wait. Casey's got one more starting quarterback for Cleveland during Buster's rookie season. Colt McCoy, Giants, and Washington Football Club. Yes, McCoy. I love Let's Colt go. McCoy. Let's go. I did not start Colt. I'll tell you that. Went to Johnny Football. Talking about those Browns, though, we have the Browns. We have the Steelers. Line opened at minus three and a half. Uh, it's now sitting at minus six to the Steelers. And the Browns don't have their coaching staff. Um, they also don't have their longest tenured Brown, which is the saddest part. I don't remember. It's one of their guards. I think he's not able to play in the game. He has the vid. Kevin Stefanski has the vid. Um, you love to see the NFL not give a shit about the Browns the last three weeks though. Like they have clearly had this, you know, mini pandemic, a uh, mini like outbreak. And the NFL is just like your whole wide receiving core. We don't give a fuck. Oh, this whole other part of your team. We still don't give a fuck. Your entire coaching staff, we don't give a fuck. So it's kind of cool that the Browns made the playoffs. Really sucks we don't actually get to see them in the playoffs. Um, thank you, Casey. I apologize. I did not mean to put Joel B- Benito. <laughs> Betonio. Betonio. <laughs> that was bad. 
that was bad. Uh, didn't mean to put him on blast, but um, yeah, it sucks, Casey. I, I feel bad because obviously I want the Browns to win this game, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Sticks, I guess let's start with you. Browns or Steelers minus six. Browns don't have a coaching staff. I mean, we saw the Lions not have a coaching staff a couple weeks ago. Now, obviously, the talent level isn't quite as comparable, but they they lost in the first half. They legitimately lost the first football game, an NFL football game in the first half with Tom Brady throwing for like 404. So it was a, it was kind of a joke. What do you think? My favorite coach, too. This one stinks. I know. I know. Can he, not, he can't coach no matter what, can, or can he still test negative tomorrow so, and the next day? Hugh Freeze coached from a hospital bed. I can't see why Kevin Stefanski can't coach from like up in the stands in a, in a place where they're not allowed to have fans anyway. I don't really. Not, see why that's not, I'm not sure he'd be allowed in the stadium. Is yeah, the thing I don't fans. know what the protocols are. Six on that. feet. We all know we've done this for nine friggin' months. Yes, you have a mask on and you're six feet away. Yeah, but the Fine. six feet so rule away. It, it, the six feet rule, the spirit of it contemplates that like you're not sure if somebody has COVID, so stay six feet away. When you know somebody has COVID, I, I don't think they're actually allowed on the premises. So st- he's in the mezzanine then. I'm don't put anyone serious. else in the goddamn mezzanine. Like get he's the tailgating. Hell he's tailgating and coaching on <laughs> the leg. That's fine. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's bullshit. Can he coach though if he tests negative the next two days? Or I don't is think he so. just he's not I there. think he's straight out. No, he's yeah, he's he's out. because yeah, he tested positive and like you get 14 days you have you can't, so it's it sucks. Oh, damn. Well, the good news is it's not Freddie Kitchens or Hugh Jackson. So there's there's glass half full stuff here. How is the right. line only six? And That's the part I'm confused. Okay, hold on. Can I interrupt? Because the Steelers suck. They've been bad. But you don't have a long like, time. multiple coaches. And they probably are not still going to be down some wide receivers. I'm just assuming they're going to be down wide receivers. This is going to be like the third or fourth week. Casey, please let us know. Like you don't have your head coach. I feel like he's a pretty important guy. I mean, he's yeah, a play he caller had, too. Yeah, and and he has things in place. I'm sure it's not like they're going to be like, oh, what do we do when the game starts? Like, I mean, <laughs> it was the fans have no communication all week. They're going to have the first 15 ga- the plays scripted, I'm sure, and then they can lean on if it's a close game, they can lean on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and just kind of see where that goes. You know, I, I don't think I don't think that's that big a deal. I think Kevin Stefanski is a really important piece, but I think he's an important piece just from a long term year standpoint. I don't think this particular game. Yeah, it sucks. But, you know, I, I don't think he I don't think him coaching or not coaching affects the line, you know, more than like a point, for example. I mean, I, I can't imagine it does. So I, I, actually, uh, let, let be, I don't know if six is given a play here, but. This is going to be a clean sweep for me because let, let me just let me just be real clear for the Washington game. I'm just sort of abstaining from picking right now because I don't know how the Taylor Heineke Alex Smith situation is going to go. And I really like feel weird about Alex Smith playing a majority of that game. So I've sort of abstained from picking that game, but I've picked dogs in every single game so far and I'm sticking with it here. I think. I think plus six, I, I don't want to say it's too many, but I think it's right around the number where it should be because Pittsburgh hasn't flashed any sort of dominance on offense or defense. Don't forget, Bud Dupree's gone, Devin Bush has gone, and as soon as those guys left the defense, Devin Bush was first, but that defense has been not a shell of itself, but like, you know, an average defense at best. So I think the Browns have the running game to just like put some pressure on Pittsburgh, and I think six is going to end up being too many. So give me the dog yet again, clean sweep. I love it. I'm going to parlay all the dogs for you, Sia. Um, Sticks, does the model take into account Stefan, Kevin Stefanski not being there? No, I don't really know how to do that. Damn. I can maybe bump the offense down a tiny bit, but no, I got a pit minus 3.88. So pit minus four, that puts Browns in a cover zone. So that's good. I think 
I think Big Ben's going to have a big day. I think if any other quarterback would be in my player pool outside of Wolford and Lamar, I think Big Ben would be number three. I think you could really beat up on this uh, Cleveland secondary. But I think he's spiteful enough to want to do it, too. Sure. Not playing last week, especially. Is, he probably he probably just watched the whole like he knew, knows like all their schemes that they're going to run, but unless they scheme differently for Rudolph and Dobbs, I think that's why they threw Dobbs out there too. Is like let's see if their scheme changes any bit. It didn't, so I think uh, I really like what Pittsburgh did. They probably just it's just weird that they have to play again. It's it's really weird for me to kind of handicap. So like Pitt definitely has the upper hand. I think I like Pitt money line here, but if I had to choose a side. Uh, I guess I would go with the Browns just because there's a little bit of an edge there in our numbers, but I want to take Pittsburgh. But I'm I'm going to trust the numbers, let leave the heart at home, and go on. I just I think these three receivers are going to be tough to uh, match up against. Oh wait, actually, hold on. So uh, if we look at the comments, comments, yeah, yeah, Casey says we'll find if Denzel Ward is playing tomorrow. I don't. I don't. Respect, I don't think Denzel Ward's that good. He's just got the speed to keep up with uh, Deontay and Claypool. But is Claypool playing? Did he question. get hurt? Oh, he did. I forgot At about the that. end of the game. He sort of was limping around. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why any of those guys played. It should have just been James Washington and backup guys. But yeah, good question. Uh, Casey says since twelve twenty one. Merry Christmas. Uh, Browns have basically not been able to have even a half a week of practice due to the facility being closed. They only have one wide receiver out this week, so that's kind of nice. Everybody's going to be coming back. And um, Miles Garrett going to be talking to Big Ben. That's interesting. He played full good to go. All right. It's going to be, I don't know. I want the Browns to win so bad. Ebron may be out. Maybe that's it. But I want the Browns to win so bad. So that's Kareem Hunt is 4,800 on DraftKings. I mean, that seems like pretty good value there. Just throwing that out Definitely. there. Especially if we think Pitt can score at will. Do you like the over in this game? What's the total here? I like the over. It was kind of low, 40-something. Yeah. yeah, 47. No, not that low, 47. I think it's pretty, low. pretty low. Most games, this is the most rushing touchdowns in an NFL season and the most passing touchdowns, so the most scoring ever. Um, I like the over big time, yeah. Yeah, I'm on. I, I like that too, actually. Model has 41 and a half points without any extra points or field goals. Wow. So that's pretty good. Yeah, that's wow. pretty good. That's that, that, a that trends to be over. That's nice. Almost six touchdowns. They move right? six. No, it's seven because no field goals or extra points, you said, right? Yep. GD. That's pretty nice. Um, so that's that's the six game super wild card weekend in the NFL. Uh, this was a lot of fun. So now I think we take a step back. See, you had all dogs. Sticks was only on the Saints. Didn't really seem like you wanted to be. Oh, you were also on the Ravens. You were on the Ravens too. So you had a couple. You had a couple of the favorites. So see, you for you, I will put in a parlay. Just straight up, all the dogs. I'll take the points. Then I think it's fun to also do that again, but give myself a little bit of cushion and tease all of them as well. So give myself like an extra three or an extra six on all the dogs. I'll parlay all of them together. I would advise taking the Washington game out of that though. I would I would advise doing a five game parlay with with the points with with those dogs other than Washington. Okay. It's just too like the Alex Smith situation. Is, 
too hard to handicap because he's he's such a sitting duck back there and we don't know if and when Taylor Heineke is going to come in the game if you have a hard stance on that game it like can't really be on Washington it would have to be on the Bucks because it's there's so much indecision in, in the Washington uh, backfield with the quarterback all right deal you convinced me I'll take them out of the five game parlay um you guys what are your favorite bets see what are, what's your what's your uh, favorite bet for the weekend you know if the Rams game ticks up to three and a half I'm going to that's definitely going to be my favorite bet but as it's it stands right now oh I'm looking at three uh, are you guys looking at three and a half no I'm, I guess what, it's it's three and a half in most places, in a lot of places Okay, so I'll give you my two favorite bets. It's it's the Rams plus three and a half, and it's the Colts if it's plus seven, but I still like the Colts at plus six and a half. So in other words, the first two games on Saturday are my favorite bets, and it's both dogs. All right. Uh, and yeah, looking, you can get three and a half in a bunch of places. Looks like BetMGM, FanDuel, points bet. Bet365, William Hill, they all have it at three and a half. It's the one book that I'm looking at is DraftKings that has it at three. But uh, we talked about we talked just to be clear we talked yeah. about like maybe wait a little bit because it because it, there's a chance it'll click up to four it's probably more of a chance it'll click up to four rather than it would click down to three is my guess yep 100 percent. sticks how about you favorite bet for the weekend uh I, I think rams in baltimore but we could do a big i'm gonna do a big teaser right now yeah uh, let's do it um taking the seven but that gives me 13 and a half which sucks because uh it's not seven anymore and then i would take the rams teased as well i would tease tampa bay down to like plus three i think that would make it a plus two minus uh-huh. yep yeah it'd be minus no. minus one i'm looking at my numbers not theirs um then baltimore then i hate teasing favorites so um no play in the bears game taking Cleveland, actually no, just take the over in that game, teased up. So oh, I love that. Oh, so you're teasing that down to four, 40 and a half. Yep. So Colts, Rams, Bucks, Ravens, and Cleveland, Pittsburgh over. Are you just taking Ravens money line then? Uh, no, this is a teaser. So they would be plus two because I'll do a seven pointer. Couple things to point out. It doesn't look like we have any weather issues. I mean, obviously, all places other than the dome, which is going to be the Saints game, um, it's going to be like in the 30s or 40s. But it doesn't look like we have any precipitation or high winds expected. So that's good. I like it. Cool. You get the you get the Rams plus ten in that teaser. Absolutely. Yeah. Bucks minus one. Ravens plus three and a half. Over forty and a half. On oh, that's great. Let's go. That's a, it. Sounds perfect, doesn't it? There's no way this yeah. possibly can't hit. Yeah, this is, this is a lot of <laughs> I'll we're gonna put the house hey, on it. I was gonna say, pay pay your mortgage for uh, for February, right? Yeah, I'll put a lot on this. Actually, right? there you go. Oh, all right. What are, what's the what's the money? What's the what's the odds on it? Do you have that in front of you? Plus two seventy nine. Okay, that's fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll triple my money. That's not a problem. I would like to have th- three to one flat, but you know, whatever. I'll take it. It's because I did seven points. Now I don't do six points. I do seven point teasers. Mm-hmm. I've lost too many by one point. It's in my psycho notes of always take seven or don't do it at all. Or don't do it at all. You gotta love it. So thank you, everybody. Thank you to see it. Thank you to Sticks. Thank you to Casey and everybody else in the chat. We appreciate each and every one of you. We hope this was fun. We hope this was educational. We hope you win a boatload of money for it. Thank you very much to Manscaped. Again, manscaped.com, promo code Windaily, 20% off, free shipping, and nice, clean balls. Sia, where can everybody find you on the internet? 
I'm just I'm just really impressed we got through our first political show and it was only an hour. We so. did a great job, guys. Yeah, it was, it was really yeah. Clean Can across. I see your question real quick. Uh, oh no, real quick. Lanto Griffin is that the easiest fade in golf tomorrow? Well, yeah, because he's the most popular guy. But I mean, it depends what type of tournament you're playing, I guess. I mean, I, I think Lanto. Yeah, give me the short answer. I'm not playing the chalky guy. If you had to think about it. Yeah, I'm that's fair. You can fade him. All right. um, Check out all the uh, golf content we have up at windailysports.com. You guys didn't well. talk about Lanto yesterday that much, so that's why I need to ask. Because I well, we found I out know. today he was the highest owned golfer. So who Lanto? No, we found that out. We we had that, that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because you made us guess, and it yeah. was Lanto Griffin. Yeah. All right, that's on me. Sorry, guys. If he um, me, I'm cool. Good for him. I'm out. Casey, best hour of his week number two is the Masked Singer. Put that up so I can screenshot <laughs> it. it. Casey, we, we need like I just don't understand the concept of the show because they're I not actually love, singing, right? Like they're just the dancing around. Like, no, they're singing. Bullshit. Everybody looks. I've I've heard Ninja talk, and he was on the show. I don't think Ninja can sing that well. Get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous. No, I'm pretty sure they're singing under their their mask. That's kind of like the point of the show. <laughs> I'm going to Mac Hughes. See, I'm going to call bullshit just saying he's a solid he's a great putter I mean, he's not really in my player pool guys but guys, guys 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 we did it. we did a whole show on this yesterday sticks just go back and listen to it anyway thank you casey for us being your favorite hour of the week second to mass singer i'm sure you love mask dancer too fucking fox um i'm excited it should be a lot of fun wild card weekend super wild card weekend this thing is going to be absolutely fantastic uh see i'm sorry where can everybody find you oh on? yeah so at see najad by the way casey i don't know if you're on twitter you, you got to get on twitter so you can find me on twitter at see najad s-i-a-n-e-j-a-d instagram see najad sports 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 sticks where can everybody find you s-t-i-x-p-i-c-k-s i do not have instagram because i just i never uh do you never actually not it. have it or do you, do you just you just don't want to tell people about it don't have it. Okay. You look like somebody that wouldn't have it. I didn't have it until like a month ago. I was very much against it. But yeah, I see, he needed a place to put his his field goal kicking and um his sure. his full court shot shooting. I know we got to play horse one of these days in the new world. In the new world, in the new era. Well, we'll see what happens after this political show. I don't know if we're gonna get there. Uh, you can find me at Michael Brazil one on Twitter. Uh, check us out at Windaily Sports on Twitter. Make sure to hop into our Discord chat. That's where all the magic happens. We'll be talking about NFL all weekend there, PGA all weekend there, NBA all weekend there, literally everything. It's all back. We're having a lot of fun. So with that said, one more time, 150 bucks NBA season pass. You get every single thing on the site. 150 bucks, 20 bucks a month. We'll make you a lot more money than that. You get PGA, you get NFL, you get Ghost and and Adam and two lock over in the NBA as well. So they're, they're, they've been crushing it. So for Sticks, for Sia, for the rest of the Window Sports family, for the chat, we hope you make it a very profitable NFL Super Wildcard Weekend. Sports. <laughs> <laughs>